The following is a work of audio fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Seriously. Even if some of these people sound exactly like a person that you know, it's not them, okay? Golden Acres is a completely fictional town and is not at all based on Green Acres, located in Scarsdale, New York, where our creator grew up. That is a total fluke. Please do not falsely assume that any of these characters, storylines, or descriptions is based in fact. That's how rumors get started. Welcome back, listeners. This is Rockin' Robin, and I have a special guest joining me in the studio today. Louise, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I... Actually, I should probably do it. I am the professional. Louise Grimm is the distressed mother of local teen Michelle Grimm, who has been missing for the last two months. Louise, there's a chance Michelle could be listening right now. Is there anything you want to say to her? Well... You know, we had Caroline Scanlon's mom on here last week. She dedicated Sweet Caroline to her daughter who, like Michelle, is also presumed dead by many. People love that song, even in times of tragedy. Do you want to dedicate a song to Michelle? Um, You know what? I'm sure I'll think of something great right after this commercial break. Stay with us, unless you've already left us for greener pastures, because you're dead. Hot chocolate, iced, then heat it up again. Do we know for sure sweeteners can kill you? Because regular sugar just doesn't do it for me. I think they definitely give you cancer, but I don't know if it's the kind that kills you. Oh, hey, Valerie. Hi, Bethany. Hello, Mia. Hello, Valerie. Can I sit down? It's a free country. Uh, what's going on? I'm surprised you haven't already heard. Heard what? Did they find the serial killer? I set up a Google alert. It's not about the missing girls. Oh. What's it about? Well, Valerie, I'd love to hear your side of things. I've, uh, I found myself in a bit of a predicament. Found yourself? You put yourself there. Aren't you too young to slut-shame, Mia? It's so early 2000s. What's going on? For the past few weeks, I've been branching out sexually. She's been fucking my bosses. Hey, that's true. What? Yep, without even telling me, and I thought we were friends. Wait, you're only mad because I didn't tell you? What else would I be mad about? I don't care who you sleep with. I just need to know about it. But I was trying to protect you from an uncomfortable work environment. Hold on. I I need way more information. Valerie has been having an affair with the hearts... Both of them? Phil and Karen? Yes, and I had to find out about it from the vultures at Zoe's preschool. It's humiliating. I should have been the first to know. You're one of my best friends. Really? I am? Well, you were, despite the massive age difference. I thought you just hung out with us because you were bored. Yeah, at first. But then I got sucked in. I think about you guys all the time. It's exhausting. Valerie, I can't believe you slept with the hearts. Neither can the vulture moms. It's the juiciest thing to hit the playground all year. Not to mention, it's a real palate cleanser from the alleged murders. I try to do what I can for my community. I just, I can't... don't... Why? That's a fair question. Ennui, mostly. I never thought I would really amount to anything. Amount to anything? Are you in love with them? God, no! I meant physically. I didn't think I would actually go through with it. It? Oh, it was nothing crazy. Just a standard issue three... Stop! I've heard too much. I have to work for these people. How did this even start? How does anything start? Flirty text messages. I just don't know why you kept it from me. I have eyes and nanny cams all over that house. And that's why I insisted on meeting at neutral locations, even though they kept pushing me to check out their hot tub. Never go in there. It's disgusting. Sometimes I wonder what Isabella does all day. From what you've told us, a lot of your laundry. I always say thank you. Wait, I'm still confused. How did everyone find out about this? 
Did the heart sleep and tell? Nice one, Bethany. Thanks. Uh, no, the hearts didn't sleep and tell. They're very discreet. Doug Mishnoff told everyone. You had sex with Doug Mishnoff, too? Isn't he your second cousin? Only by marriage. Valerie! Relax. I didn't have sex with Doug Mishnoff. He's the one who spilled the beans. Really? How? All right, his wife kicked him out of the house for gambling, so he was staying at the same motel as us. I guess he saw me leaving the room with the hearts yesterday and told everybody. He probably only told one person. This shit spreads like wildfire. I have a question. Why is no one focusing on Doug's gambling problem? He lost his daughter's college fund. He ruined his marriage. That's more scandalous than anything I've done. Not really. Gambling isn't sexy. It doesn't leave enough to the imagination. Now a motel threesome, there's almost too much to imagine. It was really very simple. Phil was at the top of the bed. I think we get it. Are you sure? Want to describe it back to me? Be nice to her, Valerie. It's a lot to take in. I silent screamed for at least a minute when I found out. I hate to be the one to mention the elephant in the room, but Valerie, you're married. What? Why didn't anyone tell me? (laughs) I think you know what I'm implying. Does Larry know? Yes. I told him last night. Which was dumb because he was so oblivious I probably could have convinced him to move away without even mentioning it. Bought a bigger house, installed a pool. Well? Well what? Well, how did he take it? Oh, you know. No, we don't. That's why Bethany asked. He was... Larry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I fired him. How can you fire a delivery boy? He doesn't work for you, Larry. I banned him from the building. I put him on the do not enter list. So now the restaurant has to send someone else. Clever. Nefarious. Thanks, babe. Oh, hey, how are your hives? Are they still itchy? Val? What are you crying? Why are you crying? Why? I mean, Jesus, is it, are they that bad? Should I just call a doctor? No! It's just that you've never asked about my hives before. That's not true. Yes, it is. Well, it's probably because you bring them up so much. I'm okay, I'm sorry. Okay, that came out wrong. I, I look. I know I haven't really been here for you lately. The work is nuts, and I, I just feel, I feel like I failed Caitlin. <laughs> she won't answer my calls or my emails. I made an intern show me how to tag her in memes just to keep up some form of communication. Look, I might not say it much, but. I love her so much. Oh, God! I know. You love her, too. It's not that. She drives me insane. Oh, okay. So then what's going on? I mean, it can't just be the hives, unless it's a symptom of a bigger problem, like psychosis. I'm not psychotic. Well, that's good. I'm a cheater. Oh, well, that's bad. What are you doing? Well, this is going to be a long conversation. I should pee first. Are you serious? I had a cappuccino with dinner. It goes right through me. I'm almost done. Just gotta wash my hands. By all means, take your time. Our marriage can hang in the balance. Okay. Let's talk. Okay, but I sort of already said my big thing. Well, are you gonna leave me for him? It's not a him. It's a them. What? When did you find time for multiple affairs? You're always too busy to cook me dinner, damn it! I thought you were actually busy raising money for underfed bees. I mean, how dumb was I? Bees don't need food. Yes, they do. I've done a lot of work supporting that cause. Oh, and I suppose American National Cattle Women is a real charity, too. It is. I'm a very involved citizen. That's why I only had time for one affair. It just happened to be with a couple. A couple of what? A couple-couple, like a husband and wife. You're peeing again? Well, this is very stressful. You know I have a nervous bladder when forced to confront my emotions. Maybe you should cut back on caffeine. You're not in a position to be lecturing me right now. You're right, I'm sorry. I mean, I guess I could switch to decaf in the afternoon. You probably want some sort of explanation. How could I do this to us? Why did I do this to us? 
That would be helpful, yes. Okay, I guess I guess I was restless. Caitlin's gone. You're always working. Oh, so now it's my fault. No, of course not. I never should have done anything without discussing it with you first. What does that mean, discussing it? You mean you're going to ask my permission to cheat? If I had your permission, it wouldn't be cheating. That's the whole point. The Hearts opened their marriage a few months ago. Whoa, hang on. You had sex with the Hearts? Both of them? Yes. Oh, Phil Hart was inside of you? What's wrong with Phil Hart? Oh, my God, he's a loser. People keep saying that, but I think he has a quiet elegance. Sorry, not the time. I mean, at least Karen's a looker, and I can totally get behind you having sex with Karen. (laughs) But, I mean, Phil. I mean, are you sure Phil was even there? I mean, it'd be perfectly fine to lie. I don't want to lie anymore. That's why I'm telling you all this. And also because the whole town already knows. How? Doesn't matter. So we're part of a scandal. There were worse things. We're already part of a scandal. You remember Caitlin? And was that so bad? It was mortifying. I mean, how can people expect me to run a business if I can't even run my family? What's important is to understand that my affair has nothing to do with our marriage. Bullshit. Yeah, that was a cop-out, sorry. This is so strange. I've never been completely at fault before. It's wild not to be able to blame someone else for my mistakes. I don't like it. I feel sweaty. Well, I appreciate you taking responsibility for your actions. No problem. Least I can do. (sighs) So what happens now? I mean, do I have to throw you out? Um, do you want to throw me out? But it's not about want. It's about principle. You cheated on me multiple times, right? Yes. So I can't let you sleep in my bed? What would my board members think? I don't think you have to tell them. You don't understand masculinity. You have to appear in control at all times. I think that's toxic masculinity. Well, what should I do now, Valerie? Because I have no idea. I'm not going to tell you to throw me out of my own home. But you're the one who handles this sort of thing. Caitlin dealt drugs. You sent Caitlin to boarding school. Sparky got sick. You killed Sparky. I didn't kill him! I decided with the vet to put him down. That's the same thing! I don't have the experience or the background to make this kind of decision. What are you doing? Now I have to pee, okay? I always have to pee when people yell at me, too. I know, right? What's that about? Excuse me, what happened with your marriage? What did you two decide? We didn't decide anything. I decided to spend the night in the guest room and ask for a trial separation. What? <laughs> yes, go girl, get it. Wait, you want Valerie to get divorced, Mia? Totally. Her marriage is awful. No offense. None taken. Valerie's marriage isn't awful, is it? Well, we're no Barack and Michelle, but we're also not quite Trump and Melania. I think that's why it took me so long to realize I was unhappy. Larry's not a malignant narcissist set out to ruin the free world, so he seemed fine by comparison. Oh my gosh, is that why you slept with the hearts? Because you wanted Larry to find out and leave you? No, I cheated because I wanted to have a threesome. It was exciting to do something so wrong for once. Sometimes I shoplift for the rush and then return the stuff the next day. Mia! What? I thought we were sharing confessions. I don't always return it. Stop talking, Mia. Bethany might report you to the police and then bring you homemade cookies in jail. Well, if they're her chocolate chunk ones, it might be worth it. I wouldn't send my friend to jail. At least not for something as minor as shoplifting. There it is. Poor Larry, he must be in shock. He'll be fine. He still has most of his hair and a good amount of money. Maybe I should date him. Reef, my words with friends guy, got too needy, so I had to block him. All right, well, just to warn you, Larry's a very mediocre lover. He tries, but he has a weak jaw. Never mind. I'll find someone else. Can I have Reef's number, you know, just for fun? 
I deleted it. He kept sending me pictures of his cats. Don't you think this is a bit rash? Not really. I didn't actually know the guy, and I hate cats. Not so you didn't... and Reef. Valerie and Larry. They've been married for 20 years. They have a kid together. Valerie, shouldn't you guys take some time to figure out if this is what you really want? But that's exactly what the trial separation is for. No final decision has been made. We're simply taking some space to reassess. And Larry's okay with this plan? Yeah, he's mostly annoyed with the logistics, but I found him a great sublet. He's staying at Mrs. Bitterman's next door while she's on a casino cruise around the world. This town has a gambling problem. Well, I'm proud of you, Valerie. You're handling this with maturity and grace. I think so, too. Thank you, that means a lot. So what are they saying about me? Who? You know who. The entire town. Oh. Um, do you really want to know? More than anything. I think this is a bad idea. Let the woman talk, Bethany. I'm sure there's nothing to tell. Didn't Doug Mishnoff just catch you at the motel yesterday? Actually, there was a birthday party for one of the boys in Zoe's class right afterwards, so things spun out of control pretty quickly. Valerie's favorite mom, Eliza Frankel, is back. Oh, God. That woman has no empathy. Tell me everything. Between you and me, the whole thing was just an elaborate ploy to steal Phil. God knows why. But then... Phil wanted Karen to be there, so Valerie had to become bisexual or whatever. I always thought she was gay. So many blazers. It's pathetic when you think about it. Imagine trying to have an affair and the guy inviting his wife. I wouldn't show my face ever again. And I just paid top dollar to have it fixed. Ugh, that better not be my daughter. I do not have time for the ER today. What is wrong with people? I wanted Karen to be there. That was the whole point. Is Eliza's daughter okay? Physically, yeah. Emotionally, I doubt it. What else? You mean, who else? Mayor Alice had an interesting take. Mayor Alice was gossiping about me? Wow, I'm a local celebrity. That's one way to put it. Just try to stand, Jessica. It won't kill you. What were you saying, Mayor Alice? As an elected official, I really shouldn't be talking about this kind of thing at all. But it's worrying. We're a medium-sized town with small-town values. It's bad enough that children are going missing... I can't have this place turning into Las Vegas. I mean, freaky sex is fine in the privacy of your own home, but I heard they did it at the elementary school playground. That's public property. They should have been arrested. But I had to lay off half the police. (laughs) We never had sex at a playground. I'm liberated, but I'm not deviant. Oh, well, that's a relief. Who are her sources? She clearly has bad judgment. You know, I've always said I would make a better mayor. Do you think anyone would vote for me after this? You're certainly doing well with name recognition. That's how Trump won. He won because Hillary... Don't start with that. I will kill you. Sorry. Want to hear the craziest one? Always. Do you remember that guy Thad from the bake sale? Well, doesn't matter. He's nuts. Why are your pants wet, Jessica? You're two years old. So, you did not hear this from me, but apparently the whole threesome was some sort of kooky initiation process. I heard the hearts are trying to start a cult and apparently you have to perform oral sex on both of them in order to join. Can you imagine? Like, maybe make the registration process a little more user-friendly if you want this thing to take off. Okay, Scientology gives you free therapy for signing up. They don't make you suck there. I think we get the point. Don't need any more from Thad. Why does everyone always jump to cult? Can't people just have sex for the joy of having sex? I Also, if I was going to be involved with a cult, anyone who knows me knows I would be a leader, not a follower. Obviously. So juvenile. It's honestly disappointing for a town with such high taxes. Are you okay, Valerie? Yeah, why? I don't know. Your marriage is falling apart. You got caught having a threesome with me as employers. Your daughter is a drug dealer. Reformed drug dealer. 
reform, drug dealer. You're the talk of the town. It's a lot. I'm fine. People can talk about me all they want. I just wish they'd get their facts straight. Like, does anyone care I got a 1600 on my SATs? Twice? No, you're 44. 43 and a half. And check your facts. about you, but I'm relieved today's show is over. Mrs. Grimm lives up to her name. She is depressing. Time to turn off the radio and think about what you've done right for this town, and more importantly, what you've done wrong. As Mother used to say, the end is near, so don't screw it up. Joke's on you, Mom. I'll screw anything. But don't tell my sponsor. Stay tuned after the break for Hot Goss with Carrie Clifford. We are back with Hot Goss. Thank you so much for being here, Carrie. Oh my gosh, thanks so much for having me. And I also love even that the word hot is close to my name. Oh, yes. Hot Goss. I, I exclusively refer to you as Hot Carrie behind <laughs> okay. your bag. I, I do, too, but I didn't know if anyone else did. <laughs> so the purpose of this show uh-huh. uh, is to talk about gossip that we kind of grew up with or that we experienced in, in real life. Do you have something to share with us? Well, I'm scared that if I'm like, if I tell you the story about this other mom at school, I just fear it's going to get back to her. That's okay. So I know, but just I just— tell us anyway. This one mom who I don't know, so I can't even tell you her name, but she has been referred to me as, you know, the woman who had sex with her cousin. <gasps> First cousin? I don't know. that Because that's the only—and I'm like, what? And one time— Who told you this? Another mom. <laughs> And so, I, but that is gossip because that's like one of those things yes. where it's like, I don't even know this woman's name. Right. I know who she is. And that is how someone described her. So you've seen her face? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know who her kid is and everything. Oh, okay. I know exactly Does who the she, kid look like, uh-oh? <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Was it an affair with the cousin? Well, I've just heard she had sex with. Is she married? Yeah. But not to her cousin. Right. We think. But again, this is, it's total gossip. But what I just love it, it's like, you know, the woman who had sex with her cousin <laughs> as opposed to like, you know, the woman like who's Kimmy's on. mom. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Did you believe it when they told you that? Um, I guess I don't have any reason not to. But like, how do you think that someone else at the school knows that? Exactly. Like she would have had to tell someone or maybe the cousin is a parent. Or maybe someone just made that up. Yes. <laughs> total <laughs> gossip, right? right? Yeah. I know. But, okay, so that was, like, one thing. But then I was just thinking it's kind of fun just to talk about stories from your town. Oh, totally. And, like, I'm from a pretty small town outside of Boston. There's only 13,000 people. That doesn't seem like a small town to me. It's pretty small. There was only one stoplight. Whoa. So I just thought we could talk about some No, please tell me. I want to hear all of it. Some gossipy. Okay, so um, one— which I don't—this happened, like, when I was young. And this is terrible. Okay. This is a terrible story. That's okay. Okay. But there was a cross burning. Oh. It's terrible. Okay. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay. But the—, the Like, as, a, as like, a group activity? Again, gossip. Because, it, like, it became, like, a, at least a local news thing. Because I remember hearing it on the radio in the car with my dad. And we knew the couple. The, the family that it happened to, the, the dad was from— Zimbabwe, I think, and the mom was white, so it was like a mixed-race family. And so what 
they like burned it in their lawn? Yes. Oh my god! But I didn't know what that meant right. when I was little. I really yeah. didn't like I. But I think you probably knew it wasn't good. I knew it wasn't good because <laughs> it was on the radio, <laughs> right? But I was. I kind of was like, "Oh, that's terrible." And then the worst part about it. So I. I, I think again, gossip. It was like told that it was three boys who oh, did like it. Oh, like teens. Like teens. Yeah. Oh wow! And one of them had the same last name as me. <gasps> Oh, no. Yeah, but not related. But people thought maybe. Well, my parents were really paranoid. Like, do not say that you're related to this oh, Clifford. Because he's And so it was always like if that name would come up, I'd be like, oh, but I'm not, I'm not related to that <laughs> Clifford. Even though, like, people would, you know, that story then. Do you think a lot itself. of people maybe thought you were? Well, again, small town. Clifford's not. It's not like Smith, but it's not. Right. It's not like Raskin. It's not like Raskin. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But that was like that so was like a, a terrible gossip thing. That I mean, that was a terrible, terrible story. Right. Uh, and we believe it happened. Because yes. the news reported it. Exactly. But we don't know who did we it. We don't know who did so it. So we don't actually know if that Clifford kid did it. Why but, do you think that those kids were implicated? I'm not sure. I don't remember the whole mm. like I don't remember the whole story of how it happened, why it happened. But so that was a really big story. Yeah. And there was another one that there was allegedly an axe murderer. <gasps> this is good. Yes. In um there were these woods. Like our town was really there's lots of woods and there was an axe murderer. But again it was like I don't know. Well, who did anyone murder? get murdered? <laughs> I think pretty. so because if he was known as the axe murderer and I remember and it was, again, one of those stories that just kind of, like, stayed with, you the know, town, the yeah. town culture or whatever. And then I remember when I got to high school, the woman who worked in the, like, outside the principal's office. I don't know what you call that. Administrator. Woman. Yeah. that people, Sally. Yeah, Sally. <laughs> it was like her daughter was one of the ones with the axe murderer. Wait, what? They'd say that her daughter was murdered by the axe, axe murderer. murderer? Yeah. That seems like something you could check out pretty quick. Wouldn't yes. you know if the daughter had been Again, murdered? It's it's the gossip versus story, right? I mean, I don't because I don't even know. I guess at the time I probably knew what this woman's last name was, but there wasn't Google. Oh yeah, you didn't like type it in and find out like was she murdered? And it wasn't like I was friends with her to be like, did you lose a child to an ex murderer? <laughs> but that's yeah. insane. Oh, that's yeah. so close to home, and and you'd think that like you'd ask like a parent. Or so, I feel yeah. like that. I feel like if your child is murdered in a small town. <laughs> Yeah. That everyone knows that for sure. Right. And I think this happened like, you know. Oh, like 10 or 15 years Yeah, this earlier. woman was clearly probably at that time, which was this was the late 80s. She was probably 70. Oh, so we're talking maybe like 30, 40 years yeah. earlier. How does Probably not math? that long ago. At least 20. It was long enough that it wasn't like we weren't scared of. We didn't grow up being scared of the axe murderer. Okay. You know, maybe it, you should have. Right. But it wasn't like, do not cross that street because that's where okay. the axe murderer is. So we assume is. the axe murderer was moved on, Probably maybe dead. Went to a different town. Went to a different town. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so oh wow. Okay, so now uh, just to <laughs> just to wrap up by going through everything. You believe she had sex with her cousin, the the girl from preschool? That's what I'm told. That's the gossip. And so you believe it. So now What's your gut tell you? That's true. So now when I see her, I know nothing else about her except allegedly she slept with her cousin. All right. And then— um, The cross-burning, I believe that happened. Right. Do you believe that that kid with your last name did it? Yeah. And do you believe that that woman who worked at your high school's daughter was murdered by the axe murderer? Yeah. I mean, that's what I grew up to believe. Do I know her name? No. 
And Not even the woman at the high school. Okay. And you're going to stick to that. Yeah. Okay. So looking back, you really haven't changed your beliefs at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Carrie. Stitcher presents Gossip, written and directed by Allison Raskin, produced by Rachel Wolther, sound design by Casey Holford, starring Amanda Perez as Mia, Allison Raskin as Bethany, Victoria Rowell as Valerie, Beth Littleford as Rockin' Robin, featuring Pete Gardner as Larry, Carrie Clifford as Eliza Frankel, Rachel Scanlon as Mayor Alice, Joe Hartzler as Thad, and Igor Hiller as the barista. Story by Allison Raskin, Charlotte Lorston, and Rebecca Hanover. Casting by Shana Markowitz. Our production manager is Talia Shea Levin. Our recording engineer is Matt Brownlee. Production assistance from Carly Guida. Our assistant editor is Lauren Kleeman. Original composition by Alessandro Tabora. Production legal by Lindsay Bowen, Kyle Brett, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, and Matt Sedagian. Stitcher's consulting producer is John Asante. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Matt Gorley, and SAG-AFTRA. Gossip is a production of Stitcher. For more information, visit gossippodcast.com. Stitcher.